You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. It is, and it's already Wednesday, kids. Here, let me check my mic volume. I'm going to blow your ears off. Anyway, welcome to the show. Uh, Please come inside. There's much to get to today including uh, Vivek Ramaswamy on stage with Donald Trump in a fiery speech saying some of the things that I have echoed on this broadcast about the fact that, uh, well, this is a revolution uh, that's happening right now in America. We are at war. Uh, the left declared war on us years ago. They've been doing it ever since and really put to the pedal to the metal down on it uh, the last three years. And uh, and I've said, and I've been tagging stuff on Twitter for a couple of years now, uh, you know, 2023 is 1776, 2024 is 1776. And last night, Vivek Ramaswamy really uh, kind of clarified exactly what this is all about. And I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. So uh, I thought that was a pretty big uh, deal, Vivek Ramaswamy on stage with uh, with Donald Trump, showing more style and grace than I've seen from a defeated candidate in a long time, to be quite honest. I don't recall seeing any of that from uh, from uh, Jeb Bush, <laughs> among others, back in 2016. So that's coming up. Also, check this out. So, so Joe Manchin... Joe Manson is, is threatening uh, President Joe Biden with uh, jumping into the presidential race on a third-party ticket. <laughs> this, is, this is fantastic. So, so uh, Joe Manchin, uh, who is, I mean, terribly, terribly unpopular in his own state, couldn't get uh, reelected in his own state. And somehow he's, he's going to ride in and he's going to save the day. And, and people are going to go to Joe Manchin as the alternative. That's like saying, you know, Andy Dick is going to come back and, and he's going he's gonna to bring Hollywood back from the brink. <laughs> Replace Tom Cruise a couple years ago with the new uh, Top Gun movie, which did save Hollywood, with Andy Dick coming back. Like everybody, oh, you know, we're okay. Uh, Joe Manchin enter, entering the race it is about as uh, wanted as a car title loan place in a strip mall about that much about as much as a uh, a desirable as a, a mama june and family sports illustrated swimsuit issue or about as palatable as epoxy ice cream i i don't understand i really don't understand it i mean i understand chris, uh, chris christie he I think might have had a better grasp on how unpopular he was but didn't care joe manchin is just is just clueless i mean honestly just clueless to to look at the the political outlook and say I'm going to ride in and save them even though I have no equity as a candidate, uh, no equity as a politician to bring to the table, and no popularity. It is just it's just hilarious. It's just hilarious. Yeah. Uh, latest polling, though, President uh, former President Donald Trump has taken the lead over uh, uh, President Joe Biden in uh, Georgia. According to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, 45 to 37. A lot of shenanigans in uh, in Georgia. There are a lot of crooked Republicans in Georgia, as well as uh, crooked Democrats. A lot of a lot of Republicans, including uh, some named Raffensperger, uh, are clear rhinos, and they really don't like Donald Trump. So uh, it's it's an interesting place. But the people, the people in Georgia are singing. They are singing. Did you see the other night? I, I had to laugh about this because I added it to my TV show on Newsmax this weekend. Rachel Maddow stepping in and doing one of the most authoritarian things I've seen in media for a while, although she's done this before. Uh, you know, I've talked to you about liberal Karens. Uh, 
and uh, and liberal Karens are the ones who ride in to save the day. Kind of like Joe Manchin wants to <laughs> ride in and save the day from Joe Biden. <laughs> it's hilarious. Just replace the Joes, you know, just, just uh, slip the Joe, and not one Joe in and one Joe out. But uh, but liberal Karens are always willing to step in, and and uh, and uh, I'll take care of this. I'll, they got an I'll take care of this moment. Uh, they did it with George Floyd when George Floyd uh, was died of a drug overdose, and they blamed it on a cop and threw him threw him in jail. Check the autopsy, uh, and and so liberal Karens were willing to step into the black community or for the black community and say, hey, 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 I got this, I got this. Here's what we're gonna do. You, you, go ahead. They, they infantilize black people. Uh, uh, we are going to defund the police. And black people over here are like, you know, I, I don't think that's such a... No, 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 no. We got this. I've got this. Defund the police. That's perfectly fine. And then, and then, and then, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to allow people to steal $1,000 worth of stuff from your pharmacy and get away with it. Because that's reparations. And the black people are like, you know, I, I don't think that's a really good idea. No, 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 no. I've got this. And while we're at it, let's go ahead and, uh, and uh, topple statues of Chris. Christopher Columbus, let's get rid of Uncle Ben and Aunt Jemima. But we don't mind Aunt, Uncle Ben and Aunt Jemima. They're kind of cultural icons for us. And if you erase them, it, it's, it's not a good thing. And we'll get rid of the Land Lakes Indian because, you know, the, the Land Lakes Indian on a stick of butter is terribly racist. And the Native Americans are like, it's really not that big a deal. No, no, no. I've got this. I've got this. So let's get rid of the Redskins. But we really don't mind it because a lot of Indian braves called each other Redskins. It was, it was an honor, a badge of honor. Oh, no, no, no. We have absolutely got all of this and that's what democrats do and here is uh, here is rachel maddow the other night stepping in for the uh, viewers of msnbc who are already infantilized by the way already infantilized uh and and she won't even mention <laughs> this is so funny this is so childish and stupid i just can't believe it this is the difference between book smart and and intelligent all right this this woman is book smart she's read a lot of books but is a completely clueless individual but she decided to step in for all of you you uh, viewers in msnbc and she's going to uh edit anything out that uh that this person not donald trump you can't say that word it's like dumbledore uh msnbc is like a, uh they, they they treat donald trump like dumbledore it's the name that cannot be cannot be said listen to this sorry. i'm sorry i just have to do a little bit no. of business just for a second um, um, at this point in the evening, the projected winner of the Iowa caucuses um, has just started giving his victory. Yeah, his name is Donald Trump, but she won't say his name. Free speech. Uh, we will keep an eye on that as it happens. Uh, we will let you know if there's any news. We will decide if you should hear anything that he has to say. It's made in that speech, if there's anything noteworthy, something substantive and important. Um, uh, we will weed that out and we will decide what you should hear. The reason I'm saying this is... Why is that? Of course, there is a reason that we and other news organizations yes. have generally stopped giving an unfiltered live platform. It's because you're tools of the left. ...to remarks by former President Trump. It is not out of spite. It is... Oh, yes. Yes, it absolutely is. And nobody believes you. Not a decision that we relish. It is... Oh, I think you do. ...decision that we regularly revisit. No, you don't. Um, and honestly, earnestly, it is not... You never say anything honest or earnest. ...an easy decision, but <laughs> there is a cost to us as a news organization of knowingly broadcasting untrue things. Yeah, and there's a cost for you uh, being a leftist uh, tool of the deep state, and that is your ratings suck. Yeah, nobody's watching MSNBC anymore. And uh, Victor Davis Hanson is, is somebody who I, uh, I really appreciate, and he understands uh, what I've been saying that right now we're at the beginning of a, a very large 
counter-revolution against the Maoist revolution in this country, and it's been building, and it's been building, and it's been building, and and ultimately the left is going to end up on the wrong side of it, and it's going to get really big and really ugly before that. But ultimately, we are going to win, and and we're already winning because uh, people aren't believing the nonsense that these idiots are spewing. Here's Victor Davis Hanson. The more they lie and they do not apologize and they do not correct the record, and the more they're found out. Like Rachel Maddow talking about Russia collusion for two years has never uh, straightened out the record. The less credibility they have and the more popularity Donald Trump had in the primary. Have you noticed all of the content creators that are bringing unbelievable things to the fore, like Matt Taibbi, and he's a lib. He's a lib. The, the this is a glorious time for journalism because uh, Americans are giving a big bleep you to the Washington Post and CNN and MSNBC and ABC, CBS, uh, NPR, PBS, PBR, all of them. It's glorious. And I think that's going to extend to the general election because they can't stop. They have a Trump fix. They're like an addict. And they know it's not helping them, but they can't stop it because they're addicted to it. Yeah. And so they're going to continue what you saw last night all through the next year. And I think what little credibility they have left will be shot, and it's going to help Donald Trump. I'm thinking that's already gone. Trump. You know, I think we forget that without these media people, the whole January 6th armed insurrection or the, most of the f lies about the origins of COVID and what? What? social distancing and what? masking or the circumstances of huh? George Floyd's death huh? and the rioting that happened, what? not to mention disinformation <laughs> on the laptop or <laughs> Russian collusion, yeah. all of that wouldn't have had any yeah. resonance. They fabricated, constructed, exaggerated all of it, and yet it didn't destroy Donald Trump. He's no. got the most amazing political comeback in American political history. Oh, yeah, it is big. It is, uh, it is big. And, and you want to hear something really funny yesterday the g doj are you are you ready for this it's like the doj confirms hunter biden's laptop is real <laughs> and that he left it at a computer store and that the contents match what they obtained from a search warrant of his icloud isn't that amazing they, they just yesterday after everybody else knew it uh you know five years ago they're just now confirming it it's just it's fantastic i guess now it's like in the uh, public domain now it's so patently obvious that that it's true the the DOJ decides that they're going to go ahead and admit that it that it happened. And you know what else is amazing? You know, you and I have been called every name in the book, and and I have said whatever they call you a name, whether it's mega fascist or enemy of democracy or white supremacist, even if you're black. Uh, you know, I I suggest that you you embrace those names, you love them, you hug them, and you name them George. But here's Victor with a a, a list, and this is just a partial list of all the names that they have called us that I. I relish. I mean, look at the vocabulary they've used. Clingers from Obama and then ch chumps and dregs from Biden. Bitter clingers. Biden deplorables, irredeemables. And lately people like Chris Matthews have been war warning us about the dangerous rural people. So they've always despised them. But, <laughs> you know, now they have a new narrative that Trump is a dictator. He's going to have revenge, retribution. Yeah, that, that shows that, yeah. that they're really scared, that nobody's listening to their lies. Oh, and you should be scared. I'm talking to the left in the deep state. You're in deep doo-doo. Anymore, and they're afraid that it's, <laughs> the, it's counterproductive. And now they're, all they can say is Trump might get elected, and he might do this and this. He might do what we would do if we were in his position. Oh, and they already are. Had suffered from us. <laughs> so it's, it's a projection, and it, it, ref, it reflects weakness, not strength. This is, um, this is just great. I, uh, I love it. And, and, and the media is falling. Listen to this. This is a little montage that uh, I had a little while ago. And, uh, and this is literally the last... 
like seven years of media coverage of Donald Trump. Him. The walls are Don't just stand there. Try and brace it with something. It feels like the walls are closing in on the White House. It feels as if the walls are closing in here. I think the walls of, of justice are closing in on President Trump. Increasingly desperate, feeling like the walls are closing in. The president clearly feels all the walls closing in on him in terms of the Russia investigation. The walls are closing in. I I think at this point, the walls are spinning. It does feel like the walls are closing in, but think that the administration at this point... It only felt like the walls were closing in to you because you wanted them to... ...can start to see the walls closing in. He feels the walls closing in on him. Everybody he talks to says the walls are closing in. This is another potential wall closing in. <laughs> this president is feeling the walls are closing in. The walls, meanwhile, are closing in on the president of the United States. I think he's feeling the Russia investigation. I think he's feeling the wheels, the, the, the walls closing in on him. I think he knows that the walls are closing in. The walls may be... No, no, no. The walls are tumbling down, in the words of John Mellencamp. The walls are coming tumbling down. And, uh, and coming up, I've got some uh, great audio. Donald Trump last night did some uh, really... Really good stand-up. Really, really good stand-up in uh, in New Hampshire. Vivek Ramaswamy said some things that uh, that uh, are true, and and I've been saying for a while, and a few of us have been saying for a while, and and uh, you know every day we're going to go through these these ups and downs. Every day we're going to have a victory, we're going to have a loss, uh, but ultimately I think we're going to win. And uh, and I'm going to share all that with you. Here, here's the number if you want to chime in on any of this. And we got some new funny. Oh my goodness. We have a new, we have a new uh, uh, Fauci song that uh, that Jim Gossett did, and then we've got a new collaboration that we're going to announce uh, uh, that is, I think is going to be really, really fun for some of the satire we do here on the show. Because what we do is the best comedy on radio. Period. The the comedy we run on this show, I will put up against anyone in the history of radio, let alone. Radio now, not I'd say right up there with Bob Rivers because I wrote for Bob Rivers. By the way, I did a bunch of stuff for him, but uh, but it's right there and it's just getting better. And ridicule is working beautifully to take these idiots down. So eight hundred nine two two six six eight zero. This, my friends, is the Rob Carson Show. Wednesday edition of the Rob Carson Show. So uh, a lot of things have happened this week. We, <laughs> I guess, loving the uh, the coverage of uh, Donald Trump. Uh, I mean, just destroying and uh, and making history for the Republican Party in the state of Iowa. And uh, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna go off a little bit more on Joy Reid calling um, the people of Iowa uh, racist and uh, and uh, and hate brown people because I that just I mean I'm I'm just beyond pissed about it. I'm so tired of this nonsense that she would as a host on msnbc take a an entire state of people the breadbasket of america that feeds so many people uh, unselfishly and without thought of color or race or anything and that she would say such a thing should cause you to say uh screw msnbc forever most of you already have because you know msnbc just sucks but uh but i want to go off on that a little bit because i have some observations about growing up there about growing up in uh, in Iowa and getting up, uh, you know, two hours before school to do chores and then coming home and going to work and and doing more chores and working fields in the summer and all of that stuff, which Joy Reid never experienced because she's a pampered little child. She's just a pampered little child. Um, uh, Donald Trump was in New Hampshire. He's had a unbelievable uh, last 
couple of years. I saw the uh, the UK Daily Mail, and I reposted on Twitter. He looks really tired. You know, he's really getting to. Well, what the hell would you do? When was the last time you heard Donald Trump uh, take a vacation? When was the last time? that you read the headline, Donald Trump takes a weekend off. When was the last time you heard Donald Trump takes a vacation? He played some golf when he, when he was the president. He hasn't done anything but work since he got out of office. And a lot of that time has been spent defending against the federal government that is going after him uh, like, uh, like Nazis went after their political enemies. And I'm not being pejorative. That is absolutely true if you look at the same tactics. That said, I'd be pretty damn tired if I was 77 years old and had to go through all this crap. I hate to fly one time a month, let alone three, four times in a single day, then come out and be there, you know, on game, on point during political rallies, then be there to confront uh, the, uh, the, uh, the media, and then go and, uh, and testify in court with these idiotic cases like E. Jean Carroll, who, who suddenly he got a, uh, uh, you know, uh, charged with a, a sexual assault. He doesn't know the woman. There's no proof that he was in the same building with her whenever this thing took place. There's no evidence. He even offered DNA evidence. And so the, ca- the court refused it, so it's another D- a New York kangaroo court. But wouldn't you be bloody sick and tired of this crap? And wouldn't you be physically exhausted? Wouldn't you want to take a year off? But he never does. He keeps going because he realizes what's at stake here, and you do too. And that's why every time he gets punched down, you say bull crap, and you support him even more. Well, here he is last night in New Hampshire. Got a couple sound bites, so we'll play some uh, Vivek coming up here because it's pretty good. But here is uh, uh, Donald Trump telling the truth about the man who's in the Oval Office right now, and more and more people know that, including uh, what seventy-two percent of Americans don't believe he has the mental capacity, ability to be the president. With your help, one week from now, we're going to win the new hampshire primary and then we're going to defeat crooked joe biden he's a crooked guy he's the worst president in the history of our country he's the most corrupt president in the history of our country pretty much and frankly he's the most incompetent president you're going to end up in world war three with this guy but we're going to take back our country and we are going to what what make america great again oh that is a that's a nazi there he is a total nazi now here he's funny because he's talking about how joe biden uh talks and he always comes out and he's really angry and then he kind of mellows out and, and donald trump was basically implying he's on some sort of uh, medication they said secret service by the way is great they run up at the stage to grab him because they're afraid he's going to fall <laughs> off the front of this <laughs> this is stand up no there's stairs all over there we got go. three of them here one there one there one there right <laughs> And he doesn't know that. No. And uh, his speeches are not exactly good. They're very short, you know, because you run out of uh, octane, you know. Yeah. He's talking about juice. A little, shot of, a little something. You there. ever notice he starts off, hurrah, MAGA, MAGA, MAGA. We're going to get MAGA. By the end of the speech, he's like, oh. They say, get him off the stage. He needs another. Whatever happened to that? Whatever happened to the cocaine? Whatever happened to whatever the hell it was that they had in the White House a couple of years? Cocaine. That was he started it. <laughs> that was a strange event. Yes, yes, yes. That was a strange. Yeah, it was. And you want to hear something even better? The FBI is admitting that that uh, Hunter Biden's handgun and the and where it was covered with cocaine like a like a powdered donut. <laughs> it was like can you can they make it more obvious that this kid is a uh, drug kid, drug addicted criminal, and the entire family. 
are compromised because this presidency is the quid pro quo for our enemies. Let's take a break and come back, my friends. This is The Rob Carson Show. If the left tells you to quiet down, get louder. It's The Rob Carson Show. Remember that every day you wake up and you're stressed out because Donald Trump's going through another trial or, you know, whatever, uh, that the Democrats wake up every day and they go, holy crap, uh, Joe Biden is our president and we know he is mentally uh, unable to do the job. We know that he's doing a terrible job with the economy and we've got to lie about everything to an increasingly uh, uh, disbelieving public. That's what they're dealing with. They're, they're, they're lashing out, man. They have no clue what they're going to do. I mean, there are some people I'm sure have a, an evil plan. Don't get me wrong. But every day, at least Democrat voters go, holy crap, we're stuck with this guy. And the Democrat Party is rigging the entire thing. So we have no choice. You know, for, for a guy that only 28% of Americans think is mentally capable of being the president. Yeah, don't fool yourself, okay? Don't fool yourself. They know it. They absolutely know 100%. They see the little stairs instead of the big stairs on Air Force One. They see him being led off stage. They know it. They're just lying about it. That's what they do. That's what they do, guys. They did the same thing with FDR. It was a different time, but, you know, they'd never, never, uh, you know, never show him sitting in the wheelchair. Kind of like that, except for on steroids and much more evil. That's what, that's what they're doing right now. I want to go to uh, Tom in Owings Mills. He wants to talk about Joe Manchin, and, uh, and he feels the need to jump in as a third-party candidate, even though he has no popularity whatsoever, and he has no chance of even... I mean, literally, his effect on the race would be the effect of a, a, cat, uh, a, a fart in a Cat 5 hurricane. Literally, that's how impactful he would be. But Tom, go right ahead. And the Lord saith, in my house there are many mansions. But in the case of Joe Manchin, he's going to be evicted as soon as may be. That is nice. That is. <laughs> I've been saving that one up for a long time. You know, as far as Donald Trump being treated as an unperson by the media, you know, he's being given the Boris Badenoff treatment from Rocky and Bullwinkle. He's going to have to start every rally with, say the name. <laughs> I don't remember that from Boris Badenov, but oh, I do. Well, yeah, I do remember Boris Badenov. No, I remember those cartoons. Boomer, that would have that would have hit home. <laughs> All right, bro. Thanks for the phone call. I do appreciate it. I do appreciate it. Oh, oh, uh, Peter Ducey. Uh, he was out on the White House lawn, and apparently, I don't know if you know this, but old Jobo, he's not been very visible since visible visible <laughs> since the beginning of the year, and and I think. There's some stuff going on behind the scenes. I think Barack Obama is there uh, a lot of the time. If he's not in the White House, and he, like, he's scheduled to be coming to the White House because he's in full-blown panic mode. He's trying to figure out what they're going to do, what sort of evil thing they're going to do uh, to move him out, move somebody in, whatever it takes. Uh, he'll figure it out. But here is uh, Peter Ducey uh, talking about Joe Biden's um, very obvious uh, uh, you know, fact that he's missing from the scenes since the beginning of 2024. The president has not had any public events here at the White House this whole year. It's already January 17th. A lot has happened in the new year, except here at the White House. We have seen him here and there, just not at the White House doing anything, and that is very unusual. The last That's because he's all he's capable of doing. 
couple weeks, uh, he was in Delaware, Milwaukee, Camp David, the Virgin Islands. Then once 2024 came around, we've seen him in uh, Bluebell, PA, Charleston. He went to a funeral in Dallas, then Allentown, PA, Camp David again, and then he had an event in Philadelphia. Nothing at the White House. Again, very unusual for any president, including this one based on the last couple of years. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, what I said about <clears throat> Dianne Feinstein. I said they, they kept her in office, uh, and I said, uh, congratulations, folks, you're watching someone die in office. That's what I said. I said it right there. I said, well, you're going to watch her die in office. And guess what she did? Yeah, she died in office. Yeah, that's how absurd. That's how absurd and stupid things have gotten in this country. So something is afoot. The Democrats are doing something. They know that Joe Biden isn't going to be the candidate. You know why? Because uh, we know he's not going to be the candidate because we're not stupid. Uh, here is, uh, I want to play some of this audio from Vivek Ramaswamy. I thought it was very good. Uh, this is uh, the Prezi, Donald Trump, introducing uh, Vivek. Kind of a surprise yesterday afternoon. I was honored to receive the endorsement of a man who has become a true leader and earned the admiration of so many patriots. I, I've been a friend of his, even though we were competing against each other. But I was a friend of his, and we got along. And he was saying he's a great president. I kept saying, why is he running? He keeps calling me a great president. But he's a fantastic guy, a very smart guy. He's got some tremendous ideas. And uh, Clearly, he's going to have some sort of role uh, in, the, in the candidacy, uh, if not the presidency. I, I do not believe, I know, I think Donald Trump obviously has the, he's already announced, he's got the VP. He knows who the VP is going to be. Uh, I don't believe that's going to be Vivek Ramaswamy. But anyway, here is uh, his Vivek Ramaswamy, and this is what I've been saying, and this is very true. And this is what I like about Ramaswamy. And I get all sorts of emails, you can't, he got money from Soros, and he's this and that. I, I understand your lack of trust. I do, because you don't trust anybody. I don't blame you. Because the mainstream media is giving you giving you nothing to trust. The deep state is giving you nothing to trust because they lied to you about everything. I understand that. I want you to hear his words, though, because he is telling the truth. He did that on stage uh, with Kristen Welker, uh, telling the truth about Jan 6th, among other things, misinformation, disinformation. And he's the only candidate who is challenging what the federal government told you and me about your thoughts that everything you believe is misinformation or disinformation and everything the government says is true. They did that. And consequently, people are mad about it, and Vivek is not going to mince his words about what this year is. It is a 1776 moment right now. That's where we live right now. And you want to know what does it mean to be a Republican today? It means we believe in the ideals of 1776. Ideals like freedom and merit and the pursuit of excellence. That you get ahead in this country, not on the color of your skin, but on the content of your character and your contributions. End affirmative action. End DEI. We are done with the nonsense. Send it back home. Wow, who's been saying we're done with the nonsense for a while here? Yeah. Who's been saying that 2024 has to be the year we uh, return to common sense from nonsense? I'm pointing my thumbs at me right now saying, this guy. All right, here's some more from uh, Vivek Ramaswamy. How about on the border? Are we hearing this kind of uh, rhetoric from uh, Nikki Haley or Ron DeSantis or anybody else? And I say this as the kid of legal immigrants to this country. That means your first act of entering this country cannot break the law, and that is why we need to use our military to secure our own southern border. That is so racist against all those brown people. And wait till you hear this next line here. It's going to cause 
cause Rachel Maddow's head to explode, which won't be a very big explosion. Order in this country. That's what it means to stand for the rule of law in the United States. Yeah, there you go. And then there's this about securing the vote, even though Democrats like Rachel Maddow, 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 uh, say that the vote is secure, that there's no voter fraud whatsoever. This is the quote that's going to cause her little tiny head to explode. The people we elect to run the government needs to be the ones who actually run the government, not the shadow government in the deep state that runs the show today. This man is going to get in there this time around and actually shut down that deep state, not messing around. And the way we're actually going to do this in the long run and win this this time around is with elections we need to secure in this country for the long run. You want to know what needs to happen? That is misinformation because the elections are completely secure. (laughs) In this country, single-day voting on election day as a national holiday with paper ballots. What? Government-issued ID to match the voter file. Yes. And English as the sole language that appears on a ballot. That is racist. And I'm confident this man will be the one to get us there. And this is how we get our country back. This is also racist. Even though he's a brown person, he's a white supremacist. Listen again. On election day, as a national holiday, with paper ballots, (laughs) government-issued ID to match the voter file. Yes, yes, yes. And English as the sole language that appears on a ballot. And I'm confident this man will be the one to get us there. And this I'm is assuming the reason why they want the English thing, and then I think, by the way, there are two things that unite us as, uh, as people, and that is citizenry and language. Citizenry and language. If you're a citizen and you speak a common language, those are the two most unifying things you can do as a as a culture and as a country. I've been saying that for a very long time. And uh, if you if you want to pr- pr- you know print all these ballots in every country from the 150 countries that are sneaking across our border, then it's fairly obvious why you're doing that. Uh, here, Vivek is talking about some truths, and these are all very true. And our mainstream media has said we couldn't say them. E pluribus unum. From many, one. And you know how we're doing it? We're doing it by speaking the truth at every step of the way. There are two genders in this country. That is uh, totally, totally transphobic. Period. That is the truth. Fossil fuels are a requirement for human prosperity. Drill, frack, burn coal, embrace nuclear energy. And everybody will die because of the global warming, cooling, climate change, ozone hole, acid raid, murder, hornets, uh, whatever. Reverse racism is racism. Oh, yeah. An open border is not a border. That's racist. Parents determine the education of their children. The nuclear family is the greatest form of governance known to mankind. (laughs) Capitalism (laughs) lifts us up from poverty. There are three branches of government in the United States, not four. Yes. And the U.S. Constitution is the strongest and greatest guarantor of freedom in human history. That is the truth. Now, isn't that nice to hear that? Because I, I don't believe I'm hearing any of that from Nikki Haley, by the way. Not one little bit. Not one little bit. Now, I want to play one soundbite from Vivek from a week ago. And I, I uh, was remiss. I was going to play it on Monday, and, I, and I, uh, uh, it got lost in the shuffle. But I think this is interesting. It's also very true. It's another truth. And, and I don't think this is any sort of a, a threat. It's just a reality, and you have to realize it. Uh, and you're, you have to be prepared for it in, a, in whatever way you can. And one of the ways that I say it is you have to be focused. You have to be focused as the founders. Because this year is going to get freaking nuts. Remember that you, as patriotic Americans, are 
far more intellectually and physically better armed than the left. They can yell and they can scream and they can go out and they can gang up on, uh, on journalists and they can go out and they can protest in front of Sloan Kettering like they did in New York City and they can go out and they throw a temper tantrum and they can spray paint swastikas on monuments and all that. But ultimately, you and I can kick their asses. You know that as well as I do. Uh, so they, they can throw these temper tantrums and all that. But when push comes to shove, we're going to, we're going to, do, we're going to deliver a beatdown, all right? We are going to deliver a beatdown to the left. We're going to do it at the ballot box. And if they decide to bring that crap to our neighborhoods, we will deliver the summary, uh, the summary uh, beatdown that is required. But here is uh, Vivek Ramaswamy talking about the forces working against Donald Trump when he becomes the nominee. It's, it's, it takes a dark turn. But I think it's, I know, I, I mean, I have a good sense of what's going to happen here. Okay. They're leading into trap. They're not going to let Trump get anywhere near the White House. Yeah, yeah. They're not going to let him. What about so the goal is, you know, have him be the nominee, and by hell or high water, one way or another, they're not going to have him. They're not going to let him. What about the other two? Though? It's not them. Who is it? It's within our own party. Okay. Oh. Within our own party. It's within our own party, and I think he probably knows of which he speaks because he's, you know, an insider in the uh, in the uh, in the GOP. This. Okay. Hey, look at the people who, were, who voted to keep Trump off the ballot. Who are they putting up? Who losses to keep him off the ballot? Larry Fink to Reed Hoffman. Who are they propping up? So it's a game, and I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm in this to make. Is that Nikki Nikki Haley who's talking about? Well, yes, of course he is. Sure that that doesn't happen. They want it to be two horse race, eliminate him, put up actually the Trojan horse within the Republican Party uh-huh. that keeps the war machine humming, and keeps the restrictions on speech and the censorship agenda. Get it done. Who needs Democrats when you can get it done through the Republican Party? So you do the math. Okay. You do the math on that. That's what's coming. Ah, that is interesting, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. This is why I came up with this about a year and a half ago. Do you hear the people sing, singing a song of Donald Trump? Indict him at your peril, and next year you'll get thumped. Alvin Bragg's a left-wing hack. He's a Soros-financed punk. On power, Mr. Bragg is surely drunk. <laughs> Are we still America? Or is this a third world state? Not yet. Where you're allowed to prosecute the people that you hate. We must stop them all before it's too late. Come on. Do you hear the people scream? Stop this insanity. Concocting lame indictments cause Trump's your enemy. It proves that you're afraid, afraid of Donald's run. Cause when he's re-elected, you're all done. And if you put me back in the White House, their reign is over. I am your retribution. I am yes. your retribution. Yes. And by the way, the left is uh, trying to make retribution look like Donald Trump's going to hire a private army. Um, He's already got an army. It's you and me. And we want retribution for all of this nonsense. You and I want to see heads roll. You and I want to see people go to jail for what they've done, for the lies, for the BS, for the COVID, for the uh, for January the 6th, for Russia collusion, for the 2020 election involvement by the DHS and FBI. You're damn right we want retribution. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show.
By the way, Donald Trump won 98 of 99 counties in uh, Iowa. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Other than that, it wasn't a route. And here's CBS uh, with a report on why Johnson County, the liberal county of Johnson County, uh, voted for Nikki Haley. It's been a very interesting night. They just finished uh, voting. This was a room in favor of Nikki Haley, overwhelmingly so. Ron DeSantis second. Donald Trump, a distant third. The most interesting development of the evening. What's and that? Anthony Salvato will, will find this to be very interesting indeed. They had 50 forms for people who wanted to register tonight or switch their party registration. They ran out of those forms. Members of the caucus team here had to run out to multiple people's homes to get printer paper and get their printers fired up. They printed another 25 or so sheets of paper. They estimate about 75 people were new registrations or switched their registration from Democrat to Republican. Or well, that's interesting, ain't it? ...to play in this caucus tonight, and I think that's a big reason why Nikki Haley uh, was lifted up. You're getting a little noise here as they clean up. Uh, was so uh, impressive in this particular... So it took Democrats to start the momentum with one county out of... Uh, 99 counties as she was propelled like a rocket into New Hampshire. Let's go to James in Albuquerque. Hello, James. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today? Hey, Rob. Uh, you know what's corrupt is these states that allow independent voters to uh, to vote in uh, Republican, even the communist side uh, elections. That's corruption. These yeah. people are, are a threat to our country. The independents choose a side, one side or the other. We're a two-party system. Another thing... Music aside, it's about pretending. It's about pretending to be something you're yeah. not. Kind of like a transgendered person. Go ahead. Exactly, yeah. And another thing, don't believe these talking heads on the, on the, on the television or the radio that say if Trump is to be convicted, that people are not going to vote for him. That's a big, fat lie. And one of them who's putting that lie out there is uh, Mr. Santorum on Newsmax. And, yeah, uh, I know. And many more. Yeah. But don't believe that crap Lord. that they're putting out there. Uh, James, real quick. Um, yeah. If a conviction would prevent Donald Trump from, uh, you know, people from voting, why didn't an arrest and mugshot do it? Why didn't an arrest and a mugshot do it? Exactly. Exactly. You know, because that's what they wanted. But they see, wanted to see that mugshot with Trump in, a, in, a, in an orange jumpsuit. But <laughs> James... It make a difference. Ain't no, you know, but James, why they while they're why they're saying that is because they want to set you up to believe that a conviction of Donald Trump will stop people from voting for him uh, because they expect one, and they're probably going to get you know he's going to lose a case or two, and they're going to be appealed eventually. But they're trying to set it up like it's going to make it. It's not. It's going to make him stronger. If all of the things they've hurled at him the last seven years haven't done it, do you think that a conviction in, a, in what is perceived as 78% of Iowans anyway think that the indictments are political. Do you think it's going to make a difference? Of course it isn't. It's absurd on the face of it. Thanks for calling, bro. i got to take a break. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. All right, so you ever heard that uh, expression, don't mess with Texas? Well, the federal government is trying to mess with Texas, and there could be a, a showdown at uh, noon on the town square in Texas. We'll see. The elites at Davos are terrified from you, and the harpies from hell, also known as The View, go insane with regard to Donald Trump's victory. All that coming up.